Hi, this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show with various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guest. So I'd like to introduce vision board coach Lisa Williams to the show. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. So we're actually talking about how lockdown has affected people's businesses during the last kind of 10, 11 months, because there's some great positive stories and also some, you know, very sad and negative stories as well. But you've had a really good year and you've had some ups and downs. So let's go back to March of last year, around about mid to the end of March. So what were you actually doing and where, where was your life kind of up to back then? So in March, I was uh, six months pregnant-ish, hitting around that mark. Um, Boris says that I had to stay at home. So I wasn't allowed out. um, Completely changed my whole routine. um, Because I've always been such a busy person. Like I had um, a day job, and then it was the school run, and then running two businesses. I didn't really stop. so when I was told I wasn't allowed to go out I was like oh my god so how did you feel what did you do with your time I cried (laughs) you do um, yeah yeah I felt overwhelmed I was scared I um yeah there was a lot of emotions going on yeah it was a really anxious time for everybody yeah yeah I adapted I I learned to stay home. I learned to be in my own home 24 hours a day, you know. Yeah, it's tough. It's um, very, very tough to start with, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, at the time, I was obviously still working my day job. I was about to go on maternity. Uh, that came brought forward. Um, so, yeah, it literally was just me and my eldest daughter at home all day. Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously your life changed because you kind of fell in love with um, with vision board coaching. So how, how did that come about? What made you kind of fall in love with it? Where had you seen it or had you always had an interest in vision so, boarding? Yeah, so I don't, I've, I've been a vision board coach for a while, but I'd only ever right. done them in, um, in person. So I'd only ever done group sessions locally, you know, within team groups and things. I'd never done it um online before we're all getting used to it we're all experts now aren't we (laughs) um yeah and I think it just um it gave me that push to do it it gave me that push because it was my vision board that got me through that lockdown period it got me through um the beginning of my pregnancy it got me through a, a lot of things so I wanted to share that with other people Um, And then obviously people became more interested in things online. Definitely. Oh, definitely. There's been more creations and more business collaborations than ever, I think. And whether we'll go back to how it was before, um, I think some people working from home, uh, you know, with the beauty of everything around them is is quite a positive, isn't it? There's a lot of positives we will take from. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I I, I think there's a positive in every situation. So that's just me. And that's the way I am. But um, yeah, I definitely do think that there is going to be some a lot more positive um, out of this than what there is negative. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about vision boards then. And um, 
and, and what it involves. So can you explain to our listeners what is a vision board? So a vision board is basically um, your desires, your dreams um, with a with um, a collection of images um, onto a board that uh, the board is um, used to help manifest them um, by visualization using the law of attraction, using um, manifestation practices, using visualization techniques, and it's designed to help you stay focused on your dreams and your goals. So is this something, you know, it's not just for business then, is it? Is it for all aspects of your life, holidays, anything? Absolutely, yeah, anything, everything, you know, um, holidays, you know, houses, anything. It can be, you know, you can have... Um, a, a vision board for each area if you like or you can just have a big one you know when we got married in 2019 I had a smaller vision board just for my wedding um, dreams and goals because I was going to say when would you use a vision board give me an example of you know at what point would you use a vision board at the start of maybe a new project or you know when, when would you when would you use it for a business um, I'd I'd do one every six months I'd update okay. it every six months um if you wanted to you know do it as a life uh vision then update it as you're going and if you wanted a big update then maybe re-update it every year every january is always a good you know new year new goals yeah uh yeah so i i update mine every six months and what's the benefits of using a vision board i mean it's kind of a you know an alternative to a to a a list is it like a tick list how 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 would you um what are the benefits from that so the benefits of using a vision board is you're able to visualize it more clearly you know if you are um if you for example if you are one of those people who just um have plans but you never do anything with them they don't really kind of start showing and you won't know if you've achieved them because they're all in your head yeah. So with having a vision board, you can see the vision of it. And once you've achieved it, you can actually see you've achieved it. You can see, oh, I've done that. I've achieved that. And I've been able to accomplish something. And you get more gratification rather than it being a tick list in your head. Yeah, because I'm really guilty. I do lots of lists. I'm always, I've always got a list, whether it's things I need to do for the, for the children, homeschooling, or things I need to do around the house, you know, shopping list, anything, obviously. But it's given me a really good idea already because there's things I want doing around the house. And I'm thinking I might create one for my husband. And I never thought about yeah. it before. Yeah, so I take uh, it people... I think he might need to create it now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I take it people either use photographs or cut images out of a magazine and do it that way. Yeah. That's how I'm pitching Pin- it. Pinterest is amazing. So Pinterest. Yeah, is yeah. such an amazing tool because you can find exactly what you want like for a personal one for me I've got an Aldi Q7 uh, in pink on yeah, my in vision pink. board Lovely. Yeah, in <laughs> pink where I'm not really going to drive past one of them anytime soon am I so no, but on Pinterest I've, yeah on Pinterest I found an image of one oh so really you can literally find anything you want on yeah. there yeah, it is pretty fabulous, actually. I forget that I do have an account with Pinterest. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really great tool, isn't it? So what's the biggest misconception then, do you think, with, with vision boards that, that you find? Um, a lot of people think it's just sticking images onto a board and that's yeah. it. 
but there is so much more to it than that there is um, like you need to connect to the board you know you need to be spending time like meditating doing visualization visualizing your goals on there you know going through techniques that, that that will help you see them in as if you've already achieved them because that's what we want you to believe your mind needs to believe you've already achieved these goals so by um using a vision board you have to connect with it every day and you know use the tools and stuff to, to help manifest the things that you want so does the cost not come into into that somewhere or is that all part of you know part of the the, the journey as such making money to be to be able to do that you know being a success to be able to pay for things because obviously people's dreams are not just to to do better it's you know it does involve cost as well doesn't it yeah definitely obviously uh, if you wanted a five bedroom mansion somewhere and you live in, in a council house you know yeah. there is a big deal in cost but it's believing that you will get there you know obviously you do have to work hard if you if you want to achieve that you yeah. can't just sit back and expect it to come to you yeah obviously the law of attraction does work but there is certain aspects where you have to take action as well yeah you know you have to take action to achieve your dreams you don't just expect everything to come yeah just to sit you, back you. No, yeah exactly no one's going to come knocking on your door unless you you know ask them yeah. to search or work hard at that so you're also doing some um a, well a vision board challenge so tell us all about that and what's involved in that yeah so this week we've had a vision board challenge inside my facebook group so i have um helped my um audience find their desires and help them choose the right images and affirmations to be able to start their vision board journey so we've gone through the challenge it was a three-day challenge today was the last day of the challenge and um, we do have a masterclass on friday uh, so anyone's welcome to ever jump on anything like that that's absolutely fine um but yeah it's all about you know finding why vision boards are important what you can do after you've made the vision board to help you stay connected with it wonderful so what's the name of the group for our listeners then in case anyone wants to jump on so board and take part my free group is uh vision gratitude and abundance lounge on facebook okay wonderful we'll also take some more contact details from you at the end as well for our listeners so um aside from the vision board coaching then you had a very busy summer because of course you gave birth to your gorgeous daughter talia so what was it like being kind of pregnant and then having a baby during lockdown you know when you're surrounded by all that uncertainty so obviously um a bit of history I have had three miscarriages prior to Talia yeah, so yeah. obviously when we um fell pregnant with Talia the anxiety of being pregnant was already there yeah definitely. the anxiety of obviously you know carrying my baby full term yeah was already fear. high yeah and you know my emotions were all over the place you know we we literally just we got we found out we're pregnant uh about four weeks before we got married so we had a busy time anyway and then it was right into Christmas and then the new year and then Covid hit so there was one thing Gracious. after another yeah so yeah. it was my anxiety levels were really really high yeah um but then 
COVID did hit and obviously going to appointments was horrendous, you know, just going to the hospital because I was obviously a high risk uh, patient. I had yeah. to attend more appointments. I had to see my, um, my consultant more and it was just, it was scary. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Because you're really in the high scary. risk bracket, aren't you as well? And yeah. you, you know, at that time um, you were unsure of everything else that followed, you know. Yeah, and then I got uh, gestational diabetes, which then obviously increased my risk again of complications and stuff. So it was literally, um, I I felt like I was like drowning at one point. Yeah. But I came back to my vision board and I came back to my vision and I just focused on having my baby in my arms and that was what got me through. There was nothing else I could have done. I couldn't control the situation, but my focus just became holding her and you know her being here yeah for sure for sure so what was it like then just kind of you know antenatal and then postnatal um, appointments and things would they come to see you obviously PPE'd up and everything else but it must have been a really strange time because I mean it's strange anyway nobody could believe that we were going through this and still are but it must have been a lot more difficult to just, you know, ring the doctors or ring a midwife and see them straight away, like, you know, in the old days as such. Yeah, no, definitely. So my, my midwife was absolutely brilliant. You know, she was really, really, you know, she was so, you know, she was just lovely. I've never had a, you know, such a lovely midwife, to be honest. And, you know, she she wanted to see me just as much as normal. She didn't want to miss any appointments and, um, she was always at the end of the phone if I had any questions um, it was more going to the hospital that I found more difficult yeah. the anxiety of going alone the anxiety of you know you had to sit in your car and wait for your consultant to call yeah, it's you it's not the same experience um, is it it just wasn't the same and I definitely felt um, that there was a lack of that reassurance there yeah. like they would have been um the hospital itself was brilliant during birth, you know, couldn't fault them at all. But then after, like you say, there's no midwife appointments coming to the house, there's no health visitor, you know, the health visitor leaves the scales at the doorstep and, you know, things like oh, that was gracious. very different. And I think because it was my second child, obviously there was a large gap. I, I think I kind of seen the difference. Yeah. Whereas I think if it was my first child, I think I, I think a lot of women may suffer with postnatal depression. Yeah, definitely. Because there it's is just, not, yeah. not that support there. And uh, also, shame. and also, I take it when you went to hospital, you said you were on your own, you couldn't take your partner with you again because of the risk involved. So that first moment together, maybe seeing the baby, you know, for new time mums that with, the, with the, if the timing fit into their having their first scan, they wouldn't have that first experience together, would they? Yeah, and it's it's such a shame. It's such a hard. It was really hard. It was yeah. really hard. Yeah, and also, of course, now with the vaccination coming in, there's more uncertainty, isn't there? Because they haven't tested on um, either pregnant mums or mums that are breastfeeding anything like that so at the moment they're saying that they maybe cannot have the vaccine because they're not sure on any side effects for that so do you know more about that or I don't I'm afraid I've really not 
to be honest, stop watching the news. So yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame yeah, you. I don't watch it. I don't really pay any attention to it. I think I'm in my own little positivity bubble sometimes. Yeah. And I try not to come out of it as much as, as best I can. No, you uh, need to stay in that positive, brings, yeah, positive bubble. Just, but sure, don't ever leave it. It you down. Yeah. yeah. So finally, though, great news at the end because you've got gorgeous Talia. So what, what's she like? What's, she, what's it been like having a, a newborn at home during lockdown? And I think June and July slightly lifted anyway, didn't it? But there were still restrictions, wasn't there? Yeah, so we did manage to get some lovely days out in the summer. You know, we went to uh, Safari Park. We went to um, the Monkey, Monkey Forest. And we did get some days out, obviously yeah. all COVID safe. And it was really nice. Um, but I think now she's becoming a little bit more active. She's getting, she's nearly seven months now. Yeah. It's, I think we would like, she'd like to have that exploration now a bit more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's, it is, it is difficult and, you know, in the winter, the weather's not that great, is it? So you no. do tend to be Dark stuck nights. in more. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So you've got your fabulous, gorgeous rainbow baby, and you were and you featured in Fabulous magazine, which is part of the Sun the Sun newspaper, isn't it? So tell it us is, all about yeah. that, because obviously yours is a positive story, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So obviously it was featured to be part of you know something positive coming out of you know a bit of a rubbish year. Yeah. So that was the angle of the story, and through networking. Um, I have a wonderful bunch of people I network with and one of the ladies sent me over the PR requests, are they called something? Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, for this story and I, she was like, you'd be amazing at this, this is perfect for you. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, you know. So I thought, I'll give it, I'll email over. I completely slipped my mind. I think we went away for our first wedding anniversary for the night. And then I came to it on like nearly a week later and I was like, oh my God, I've not emailed over for that story. Yeah. So I popped an email saying, I'm really sorry, probably a little bit late, but you know, this is my story. If it's any interest, please let me know. And they emailed back saying, yeah, we're really interested in your story. Can I go to London to um, have a photo shoot? That's when I was like, oh okay, now I've got to travel to London. And I, obviously that was all in what the gonna PR wear? request. What am I going to wear? Yeah. That going through my mind. So it was all in the PR request, but it was just the fact of traveling to London on the train, you know, wearing a mask yeah, the whole yeah, way. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of set a whole new load of anxieties in me for some known reason, but everything was fine. They were absolutely brilliant and it was an, a beautiful piece and a beautiful story. Yeah, so really I'm was. really, really pleased with how that went. Yeah, because the title was for most lockdown put life on hold but for us it transformed transformed our lives forever because there was three of you I think wasn't there involved in it as well yeah yeah Yeah. so you've also got another little business running alongside which you've had for quite some time now called love me gifts so let's talk about that and maybe if, if that was affected at all during lockdown yeah, so I've been doing uh, Lovely Gifts uh, for several, well, nearly eight years now. It's I started that on my first maternity leave. I must have these like things where on maternity leave, I just kind of... Get really creative. Get really creative. <laughs> and like, it's probably because I'm just not used to not doing anything. So um, yeah, so I started that on maternity leave with my eldest, Alyssa. Um, 
And yeah, I've been doing that ever since. Obviously, we've grown, we've we've stepped back, we've grown again. So it's it's been always there, and I absolutely love doing it. So I create uh, gifts for you know people. So it's like personalized prints, frames, and I just love I love the reaction of giving somebody one of the frames and the yeah. gifts and seeing their reaction. Obviously, I've not been able to do that this this year as much with uh, not being able to do much face-to-face deliveries and collections Um, but I did one um, around June July time and I just remember seeing the person and they nearly cried you know by seeing the actual in person in front of them and that's that's what makes me keep doing it because yeah, it I know that is going to be something that they're going to cherish. Cherish forever. You know, and have, so what, yeah. what sort of things are you framing? Is it like footprints for children or what What kind of things are you doing for these gifts? Um, no, a lot of them are uh, like designs made with words. They are um, like welly prints and things with family oh, names on. We do animal prints. We, we do such a varied, you know, uh, design range. We just started doing, um, is it gonks they're called? No, I don't gonks. know. <laughs> um, gonks. They're like, yeah, they're like gnomes, but there's a big yeah. crave of them being called gonks. I must so, be out of touch. <laughs> yeah, they were a big, they're a big thing over Christmas, but I, I think that we've just started, we've just done a Valentine's one of that a design, and that's been really popular. So you know, I think it just depends what's in trend yeah. at the time and you're and doing that evolving. from home and you're running yeah, that from home as well so you're yeah, very busy aren't you home, got your hands yeah. full you need more hands don't you uh yeah I wish I did have more hands <laughs> <laughs> so how's the training the hubby training the hubby don't worry oh gracious so how is the homeschool going with your with your eldest daughter how old is she so well this is seven uh nearly eight she is um we have some tough days of homeschool, I'm not going to yeah. lie, it is, it is difficult. She's a very bright child, she's really, really clever. So I think, because I know she understands it and knows what to do, because she's not paying attention, she doesn't she doesn't get it, she doesn't listen. Yeah, so it's difficult though, isn't I it? Get, yeah, I get frustrated then because I know she knows what to do. Yeah. So it's really difficult to find that fine line so we've done a schedule this week so so far it's going to plan so yeah so far so good and I bet she loves helping out with with Talia does she yeah she'll have any excuse to go and get Talia rather than do a schoolwork <laughs> yeah. I don't get her yeah Can I dance with her <laughs> so yeah she's enjoying being a big sister so so do you have, have any plans to return to your uh, previous role at all? You know, once lockdown has lifted, is that still part of your life or or is that behind you now? Uh, obviously, I've still, I'm still on maternity leave, so it's still there. I am yeah. planning to go back in May, but you never know what the universe holds for you. Yeah. So. I know, I never thought we'd still be in lockdown towards February. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, so what are your plans for the future? Where, where do you see yourself? Have you got a vision board yourself for the, for the next five years, say? or Yes, so I have my uh, vision board myself. Um, I swear by it. So we are in the process of purchasing our dream home. So oh, that lovely. is in the process of going through. We should be in there in the next few, well, I'm going to say end of Feb, beginning of March. And then that's like a massive thing on my vision board. So it's going to be to update my vision board. Business-wise, I want to 
grow my vision board coaching um grow my vision board subscription membership group so that's um another goal of mine to grow that um i want to be able to have a vision board podcast series of my own which is mm. another goal um i've just ticked off um a vision board uh, planner which i launched just before christmas so that's like obviously a diary planner and it's all based around your visions and your goals so next year i want to grow i want to grow that and develop that as well yeah. so there's a few things there that's still that's in the process of Sounds amazing. I think I need to uh, have a look at these vision boards myself and put my money where my mouth is as such. Well, it's been lovely talking to you today, Lisa. I wish you all the best for the future and congratulations. It sounds like you've had a really great year and it's been really positive for you during the last 10, 11 months. Uh, so before we go, can you maybe give us some contact details, social media pages or websites for our listeners if they want to get in touch and maybe jump on board the, the vision board coaching? Oh, yes, of course. So as I mentioned before, my Facebook page is Vision Gratitude and Abundance Lounge on Facebook. Um, you can find everything on my website. So I've got a website called www.lisawilliams-lmg.co.uk. I have my gifting business on there. We have the vision boarding on there. I have any courses I'm running on there and you'll also find a link to a women's networking group on there as well that I run so um, there's also a blog on there so there is it's a basically a one-stop shop for everything yeah, so something for find, everybody yeah for yeah sure. so you will find everything on there so that's probably the easiest point to direct you to brilliant oh well I wish you all the best and it's been really great talking to you today thank you you're very welcome thank you very much for having me You've been listening to An Appetite for Life, sponsored by Daybank House Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show, then you can contact me via my social media pages, Karen Kelly Podcasts, or send an email to karenunderkelly at btinternet.com.